PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us and supporting these weekly PDPW podcasts. This week we get away and leave our daily routine and go on a hunting trip with Hank Wagner, who asks, what are you in pursuit of? It's 5 a.m. and the alarm thunders across the upstairs of this old granary. I quickly reach to shut off the alarm and then inform the rest of the team that it is time. The lights come on. We all put on a few light layers of clothing. Then slowly, quietly, focused, we walk across the greenery floor as every board and every step produces a different sound. And that creaking, cracking old greenery. We move down the stairs, out the door, and across the driveway to Tom's house. Inside, it's a cup of coffee, a bowl of cereal, a snack, as we sit and wait to hear our placement for the day. Once hearing our placement, our location, our spot, where we would be placed for the entire day, it's back out across the driveway to the old granary. Back upstairs where we strategically put on specific layers of clothing to keep us warm, dry from the rain and snow, specific layers to contain our scent. We slowly dress and prepare for the day. And then, of course, pockets are filled with all of the necessary tools needed, a release, binoculars, a grunter, of course, gloves, rangefinder. And then the last layer is course, a tree harness, a safety vest. And then let's grab the bow and move outside where we spray each other with a special spray that's essentially a scent blocker which prevents our prey from being able to smell us. And then we wait as We hear off in the distance the wheeler is on its way to pick us up and escort us to our place in the woods. We get to the spot and Tom whispers, this is it. You go up that trail, take a right, look for the big down tree, it's right behind that about 60 yards. I turn on my headlamp as I navigate through the woods trying to find the stand, trying to be very, very quiet. Because these deer know that we're in their home, we're in their territory, we're in their space. And I'm doing my best to not make it crystal clear 
that I'm there. And quietly and slowly make the way up that ladder and into that tree stand without making any sounds, getting everything in place for the rest of the day, and then sit motionless in the dark with eyes and ears completely focused on listening and looking for the monster whitetail. As the sun slowly begins to reach the horizon and light is starting to penetrate the darkness, I start to hear sounds. Is it a squirrel or is it that monster buck sneaking up? I start to see glimpses of big brown patches. Are they deer or just stumps or trees? Slowly the woods comes alive, but still motionless all day long. And incredibly focused, listening not to the news not to sounds of automobiles or people, but extremely focused on listening for an animal walking, listening, waiting for that twig to snap. Eyes very focused on any kind of movement. And that focus happens until nighttime. And once again, the sun moves back to the horizon and it begins to get dark. And the woods again starts to come alive in a different way. As you start to hear more sounds as animals are moving about in the woods and different animals, you hear the owls coming out. And then there's the creepy howls of the coyotes that once again remind you that you're in their house. You're in their territory. And then again, you pack up all of your tools and slowly move down that ladder because the sound of the wheeler is evidence that the ride is coming back to pick us up and take us back into camp. And then it's shed those the equipment and the most of the clothing put them in specific spots so they're all ready for the next day and then it's heading back to Tom's house for a warm hearty meal and a chance to share to listen and to tell all of the stories and experiences from that very focused day of hunting in the hills of Buffalo County And then it's back to the granary to try and sleep and prepare for the next day of the hunt. Now you may not be a hunter. You may not understand the, the, all of the detail and all of the things that go into hunting. And that's okay. But this podcast really isn't about hunting or really about uh, 
telling you you should or should not hunt or how you should hunt. This podcast is talking about being in pursuit of something. And when I came back from this hunt, this successful hunt, and you're probably wondering, if it was successful, then you must have harvested the monster buck. No, myself or or no one else in our party harvested a deer, but it was still a successful hunt. We went out there to harvest a deer, to harvest a buck of a lifetime. It didn't happen. However, we identified, before we even signed up for this trip, that success for us was not necessarily harvesting a buck, although that really was the intended outcome. Success was defined as an opportunity for all of us to get away from the busyness of life, to spend some quality time with each other and with the rest of the people in that camp. It was myself, my son Sean, daughter Laura, and her husband Tyler. The four of us were able to completely remove ourselves from our farm and spend five days in pursuit of the monster buck. So success was filled with memories of each of those days that all of us experienced, whether it was the squirrel on the tree directly across from us looking us in the eye, or all of the other near acquaintances of all of the bucks that came just steps away from fulfilling our, our goal of harvesting one. Or all of the stories and the memories and the, the new relationships or the rebuilding of old ones all contributed to success. But when I came back home on our last night, we got in from the woods and we needed to quickly drive home. It was a three and a half hour drive. And I needed to work early the next morning back at the farm. We waited as somebody else's deer that they harvested that evening brought it in. And we all talked about and listened to his story. We finally left that deer camp after all of the hugs and handshakes and well wishes at 8 o'clock. So we drove home and continued to talk about our stories and our experiences. Arrived home around midnight. The next morning I was back out in the barn at quarter to five. And I couldn't believe what had happened. I stepped outside. It was the same time of day that I had for the last five days. Stepped outside a little past five o'clock. It was dark. But there was noises everywhere. There was a clanking of cell flocks. There was equipment that was driving. There was automobiles going by. There was sounds everywhere that I hadn't heard for five days. I walked out into the barn. It was like I couldn't handle myself. There was movement everywhere. All of the cows and calves and cats and all of the animals were were moving everywhere. It's like my my senses didn't, didn't 
know how to handle all of that because for five days there was almost complete silence. For five days I was looking, straining my eyes, trying to find movement, and now movement was everywhere. What I had realized is I had reprogrammed myself for five days to act differently because of the environment I was in, because of what I was pursuing. So here's my question for you. What are you pursuing? What are you in pursuit of? And that might be a, a, a lifetime pursuit. It might be a specific goal, a specific outcome, a specific measure of success for you in your life, your business, your family, your relationships. Over the past five days, I realized that if we set into place specific tasks or specific ways that we act or live to try and help us gain whatever we're in pursuit of, things happen. So I challenge you to think about what are you in pursuit of? Our thanks to Hank Wagner, motivational speaker, author, and Wisconsin dairy farmer with Wagner Dairy Farms and head of Wagner Leadership Training. More details about that at becomebetterleaders.com. From the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and supporting these PDPW weekly podcasts. Have a great week.